Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, the bank built and supported by industry super funds. Ever wondered about getting a better deal on your home loan? Well, it might be time to get in touch with MeBank. Whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a loan that's right for you with competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So stop wondering and start saving. Call MeBank on 131563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now here's the show. Focusing on what really matters and takes you to your uh, vision is what's key for us. Uh, because you'll find, you know, there, there will be a lot of people in the world who will believe, you know, things are not possible for you, but you, it doesn't add to your life. Uh, you're better off following people who believe great things are possible. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we'll continue the conversation with mortgage brokers and property twins, Sana and Mona Ali. They will uncover their strategy for building a portfolio worth over $5 million, discuss why it's important to do what's right for you rather than what everyone else is doing and what they predict for the Australian market. Also, before we delve into this episode, go over to propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to receive your free property investor case studies where you'll learn how to generate passive income from your properties. Go there now to sign up for free. So, what held them back from initially investing into property? For me, it was analysis paralysis, Tyrone, and uh, just the belief to call, call the shots and I personally found when you're looking at way too many options, it's really hard to choose what will work for you. So look at, you know, what what, what are the priorities and go with that. I would say I, I, don't, I don't think that I ever had any limit, uh, any issues with it because I, I did have clients who were high net worth individuals at PwC and I had seen people who had started with nothing and built their own empires um, as my clients. So I personally did not have any any challenges in going head on with investing. Their clients achieved their level of success by thinking beyond their limitations. Also, you need to think beyond. You uh, Like sometimes people may limit what you can or can't do. They may say, well, no, this is unachievable. But you need to have an open mind. You need to put down the numbers on paper. You need to make projections. And I can understand, you know, people may have limitations, say, with say the lending environment today. But what is the one thing that you can do to move forward? 
And if you don't take that action, does that mean that you will be further behind in future, really? So take that first step and then keep improving on your circumstances. To overcome challenges such as the limited lending environment, shaping your mindset is paramount to your progression. I can only tell you about what, how we work with our clients and which is with a lot of focus on why they're doing what they're doing because you know buying property is just one part of it but what's more important is what's their goal, how they, will their life change um, if they took action and how will their life remain static or go backwards if they did not take action and when you do dig deeper People have different reasons for doing things and working through that can open up a lot of doors um, and, you know, open up people's mind about what they're doing and how they're doing it. And also um, people should really look at um, the structures that they have in place from a finance perspective because often we do find that people do get hung up on, say, the interest rate, that they want the lowest rate. But what if it's the most unsuitable thing for them to do? What if they had a lender which charges them a bit higher rate, but it enables them to move forward um, with their investing. Resources which have helped Mona and Sana to condition their own mindsets came from personal development experts such as Jim Rowan and Tony Robbins. Actually, it was nothing about property as such when it came to mindset, but about improving our mindset by looking at different speakers and authors like Jim Rowan um, for me is an inspiration and just listening to those things to influence your mindset on how you approach things really. And for me, it was Dr. Wayne Dyer. So I started reading his books in my early 20s and it really made a huge difference for me personally. When recommending to listeners what they can do to hone their own personal development, they believe it comes from within. There's no right way of doing things. I I would suggest just start looking at what are your limiting beliefs what's stopping you from moving forward and examine that and look out for speakers that you really connect with and now one that in or well a few that influence us were Jim Rohn Tony Robbins uh, to name a few and uh, yeah read books so there's uh, definitely some really good books um, out there like Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki The Richest Man in Babylon then there is Slight Edge. There's a few good books out there as well. And yeah, just being very focused on what you want life to look like in the next five years. You don't need a book or a mentor to tell you that, only you can answer that for yourself. The Ali's didn't seek mentors as such, but were content with extracting information from seminars and forums and then using it to create their own strategy. We did go on to the Somersoft forums and we read a lot about what other people had achieved and, and their stories. But in terms of one formal mentor, we, we never had a formal mentor for property. for property, that is. So we formulated our strategy. We listened to what other people were doing and came up with what suited our circumstances, really. We never went to seminars um, apart from initial days. We did go to one buyer's agency seminars for, for a couple of sessions, but we got the value out of it that we needed and applied it to our own journey. But we've never followed any reports as such or any um, hotspots or, you know, those experts that say, well, you should be investing here or there. We just follow our own research. Rather than the best advice they have received, 
a question someone asked made them realize what their rinse and repeat strategy had come to be. I think it was in Brisbane when we were purchasing in Brisbane and we couldn't decide what, what was what was best suited to us at the time and someone asked us, you know, what, what are you trying to achieve with this purchase? And then it really highlighted to us that we all our properties have been really well located with infrastructure, shops, train, all those aspects and that really clicked for us and you know we just repeated yeah, that same process that's where the population growth will happen and that's where where you'll find you can build townhouses or units and it, it was not really advice i would say but more of a reinforcement of what we've already done and it just someone just brought it to light Coming up after the break we'll delve into Sana and Mona's property investing strategy for building a successful portfolio I mean, obviously, looking at the cost benefit, doing a cost benefit analysis of what we were doing, but at the same time, looking at what's the opportunity cost of not taking action now. What and where to buy in the future market? And then look at property cycles and see, you know, where, wherever they're buying, whether it be Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, or anywhere in Australia, where is the, that particular city in the property cycle and how it's going to enable them to expand their portfolio. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shump and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, a different kind of bank built and supported by industry super funds. You could be getting a better deal on your home loan by getting in touch with MeBank. They offer competitive rates and two loan types. One with a range of features including the ability to fix your rate and have multiple offset accounts and another that's nice and simple with no ongoing fees. Both loans provide the flexibility of interest only or principal and interest. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a home loan that's right for you. Stop wondering and start saving by giving MeBank a call on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to the show. Hey podcast listeners, I just wanted to let you know about the podcast show notes I've created for you that you can download at freepropertyresource.com. Inside these show notes, I've included a full summary, details of the resources recommended plus much, much more. Just go to freepropertyresource.com to grab it now. It's free and it'll make the rest of the episode so much more impactful. Again, that's freepropertyresource.com. Now back to the show. Having built a portfolio worth over $5 million, some of the key steps that Sana and Mana took to do this was to analyze both the cost and the opportunity at hand. But buying when we can, where we can, um, as quickly as we can, that was the key. And, and not looking at the cost side of things. I mean, obviously, looking at the cost benefit, doing a cost benefit analysis of what we were doing, but at the same time, looking at what's the opportunity cost of not taking action now, especially before the Sydney or when the Sydney market started rising, we made quick decisions and jumped in to buy a couple of properties at that point in time. We could have argued that, oh, we have to pay lenders mortgage insurance or the rate is a bit higher but then we would not have made the, the hundreds and thousands of dollars that we made on those those purchases. So keeping focus on your end goal rather than little distractions in the middle. 
So, how did the allies ensure they overcame their analysis paralysis in order to invest at the right time? Just having the vision and a drive to make it happen for us. And persistence. Persistence and persevering uh, towards our goal and just knowing that we had to get out of our own way to achieve something and the reinforcement of why we were doing it. Because if your why is big enough, the how is easy and uh, keep focus on your end goal. While there have been no changes to their current buy and hold strategy, they do have plans to further add to their already growing portfolio. In the future, uh, we do intend to purchase between Parramatta and Penrith and these would be development sites where we are able to subdivide um, properties so we can, you know, multiply our portfolio. It can be challenging to predict how the market will fare in the future. Therefore, it can be daunting for property investor beginners to know what to look for. So, what can you do? For those starting out today, they should really look at clarifying their goals on whether they want the security of their own home or whether they're okay to continue renting by investment properties and then look at property cycles and see, you know, where, wherever they're buying, whether it be Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane or anywhere in Australia, where is the, that particular city in the property cycle and how it's going to enable them to expand their portfolio and also look at look at the cash flow side of things and how you know the cash flow will impact their lifestyle if they bought in Sydney or Melbourne or whether they were okay to buy in a city like Brisbane where their the rental yields are much better and I'd also suggest like a lot of people in Sydney and Melbourne would have seen the markets have increased significantly to tap into your equity now before the market turns so you can deploy your funds to another city, um, interstate, where you believe the property cycle is moving and expected to grow over the next five years uh, because what that means is you, you can capitalise from one region, move on to the next and follow the property cycle across Australia. But most of our Sydney and Melbourne clients are buying in Queensland at the moment. So, so there is definitely opportunity to um, extract equities and move forward from there. Um, I would say Brisbane has good potential. Um, Perth has been falling for some time. I don't know if it's flattened or where it's at right now because we're not following that market, but do think there are other markets potentially in Queensland where people should look. Some personal habits which Sana and Mona attribute to their success are listening to motivational content and communicating with their business mentor. Yeah, we listen to a lot of audios for mindset purposes. We find um, that, you know, sometimes there are influences outside of yourself which may impact you. And we have found um, listening to other successful people very powerful in our own journey. when we were leading up to leave our corporate jobs, in some days we were listening to five, six or seven audios at a time and it really helped us shift that mindset and that have that expectancy that, you know, we will do well or we are doing well and we are aiming high. And something else that helps us is keeping in touch with our business mentor. So we talk almost every day. Um, it may not be a phone conversation, but we exchange messages every day. And yeah, just having that sounding board and surrounding ourselves with other successful people, um, that's been very important. Uh, Working towards letting go of any distractions which get into our way to 
towards our goals and just focusing on what really matters and takes you to your uh, vision is what's key for us. Uh, because you'll find, you know, there, there will be a lot of people in the world who will believe, you know, things are not possible for you, but you, it, it doesn't add to your life. Uh, you're better off following people who believe great things are possible. Sometimes we wish we could just go back in time and tell ourselves what needs to be done to do better in the future. So, what would Mona and Sana say to themselves from 10 years ago? I would tell myself I should start saving today for multiple investment properties, not one investment property. Or at that time, actually, it didn't even cross my mind because we were 21 at, at that stage. So, the key advice would be start saving get a get a uh, get a team around you like our mentor for example the way we we work with our clients and how our mentor has worked with his clients and has um, trained us in is looking long at long-term goals for our clients and mapping out that the portfolio for the client because you may be earning a certain amount today but you know five years later you you, you may have great potential to increase your income so helping build that map that roadmap to move forward yeah and for, for me tara and 10 years ago i would say don't hand your power to other authorities be that at work or in your peers to tell you what you're capable of achieving and what's really possible for you to build a better life because you you are in charge of what you need to do in life and to get to your goals if you hand over your power to others, you've already lost that battle. And 10 years ago, I would say, look, you can do anything in life, whatever you want to achieve, just go and do it, uh, rather than letting outside voices govern what you can and can't do. Because often it is people that and their own limiting beliefs that they impose on you. So it's important to put them aside and say, what what is it that I want in life? And if they've achieved what I want to achieve, and if they haven't achieved what I want to achieve, then does it even matter what they're saying? If you wish to connect with Sana and Mona Ali to learn more from them about their investing strategy or find out how they can assist you through their broking services, you can do so via phone, email or social media. As you know, we are mortgage brokers. And we do have a big focus on our client goals and where they're heading and looking at the big picture for them. Um, holistically rather than being just transaction based and we like to build uh, tailored strategies for our clients when it comes to finance and so they have a roadmap to move on from one property to multiple properties and that that I think has been one of our key learnings in our own journey to have an upfront idea of where you're heading and what's really possible for you and we can be contacted via phone on one three hundred. Nine seven six zero six zero or info at propertytwins.com.au. It's facebook.com slash propertytwins.com.au. Thank you to Sana and Mona Ali, our guests on this episode of Property Invest Story. If you want to hear more about their journey, then visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. Simply type in the search bar Sana and Mona Ali and select that episode to learn more about their story. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send exclusively via email, you can text me your email address to 0499 88 10 40 to subscribe. 
These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, the strategies and much more. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies. Thanks for listening. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about saving on your home loan, give MeBank a call. MeBank is the bank built by industry super funds, famous for their competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find the loan that's right for you. Call MeBank on 131563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. 